0: This is Hacker Public Radio episode, 3484 Friday, the 3rd of December 2021. Today's show is entitled, Darken Layer Modes, and is part of the series GIMP. It is hosted by Auka and is about 15 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, more on Layer Modes and GIMP, with the Darken Modes. This episode of HPR is brought to you by Archive.org. Support Universal Access to All Knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate.
1: Hello, this is Ahuka welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another exciting episode in our ongoing GIMP series. And we're continuing our look at layer modes. There's a lot of them. Uh, today we're going to take a look at the ones for darken. Um, now, just as there were a number of lightened modes, there are the opposites of that, the darken modes. And in many ways, they're just the reverse of the lightened modes. Now well, the first one is darken only, which is quite literally the opposite of lighten only. Remember that lighten only, we went channel by channel through the two images and always picked the highest number, the lightest one. Uh, well, Darken only, we go channel by channel through the two images and we always pick the lowest number, uh, the darkest, uh, in each channel for the final image. So. It's just the resulting image is the lesser of the two. Now, again, you might hear people say that is selecting the darkest pixel. That's not quite correct. You need to look at the color channels individually to understand what is going on. Now, to see this, we'll do the same thing we did with the the lighten, where we took a red square and a blue square, Um, and when we combine them, what happens? Well, when we mix those two layers using lighten only, we got a magenta layer. And that probably made intuitive sense since magenta is a combination of blue and red. But if you mix them using darken only, you get a black square. Now, if this surprised you, let's take a look at what is happening in each channel. The red channel for the red layer has a value of FF whereas the red channel for the blue layer has a value of 0,0. Which of these is lower? The 0,0, obviously. Then for the green channel, both layers have 0,0, so the result is 0,0. Finally, for the blue channel, the values are 0,0 for the red layer and FF for the blue layer. Again, the lower value is 0,0. The final image has pixel values of zero, 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 000000 in each pixel, and of course, that is pure black. Now, to be fair, in a lot of cases, it doesn't make a big difference whether you think in terms of the darkest pixel instead of the darkest channel value, but in edge cases, it will make a difference. And I th- just think it's important to learn to think about these things logically if you're going to master digital graphics. And that definitely means understanding how digital color works in RGB space. You always have to analyze each channel of each pixel to get a full understanding. And mixing colors digitally can be very different from mixing paint in pots. Your intuition may let you down. Now, when we use this with our two images, the dog image, which is darker, tends to predominate the resulting image. But because there is white in the right hand side of both images, we get a little white in the final result. And because there are highlights in the dog image that are lighter, a little of the toy image comes through in those places. Now, this mode is of course commutative, so the order of the layers does not matter. Uh, Next, luma, luminance, darken only. This is very similar to the Luma-Luminance-Lighten only, except, of course, opposite. Again, the key difference is that Luma-Luminance works on how the human eye perceives colors and brightness, rather than how an instrument might measure them. Now, I did a more complete explanation in the Lighten section of what is going on with this. So I won't repeat all of it here. Go back and... Check that if you want all the details. Link in the show notes, of course. When I did that using the Luma Luminance Darken Only, uh, I got a resulting image that, again, looks very similar to the Darken Only mode. Um, Now, my eyes cannot see the difference. I know there is a difference because the file sizes are slightly different. That's, That's a clue right there. I export my images from GIMP using Portable Network Graphics Format, or PNG, which I tend to use because it has some great features. First, it is a raster graphics format, which makes it ideal for GIMP images, which are also raster graphics. Second, it has lossless compression, which makes it superior to the JPG, or JPEG, which uses lossy compression. It's also better than JPG by incorporating an alpha channel for transparency, which, as you have seen, we use a lot in GIMP. Uh, You know, one of the things I find working with images in GIMP is if I open a JPEG image, the, the first two things I do is, number one, I make a duplicate, and then number two is I add an alpha channel. Or maybe I add the alpha channel first and then make it. But those are the two things that Uh, I always do with a JPG image. Um, And, you know, creating a duplicate layer, I do with any image. Um, Unlike GIF images, uh, the compression is well-suited to photographs. Um, GIF does not work well with photographs. Um... And another good thing that uh, makes PNG similar to GIF or GIF is that there's no patents encumbering it. So, for all of these reasons, I consider PNG, Portable Network Graphics, to be the superior format for digital images, and I use it almost exclusively. Now, in many cases, I may be starting with a JPG image because my telephone takes pictures in JPG. You know, most digital cameras take pictures in JPG. Um, And probably because the file sizes are a little smaller. And, you know, in a lot of cases, you know, people are just taking snapshots with their phone. They're not looking for the ultimate quality. They want to just take a lot of pictures. Um, So if I'm starting with a JPG image, it's undoubtedly lost some of its information already. Uh, But if I then work in PNG, it means at least I won't lose anything more as I go. Um, Now, if you were a professional or a dedicated hobbyist, you might invest in larger storage and shoot what are called raw images. These are minimally processed images, and in fact, calling them images is not entirely correct Uh, they're just digital data Uh, but what they're doing is they're recording the actual data as the sensor collected it they aren't images yet they have to be processed to become images they're sometimes called digital negatives for that reason but to my mind, this is a case of the analogy breaking down. They're not negatives in any real sense of the term. Um, suffice it to say that raw images give you the highest achievable quality in a digital photograph. Now, as it happens, GIMP cannot open raw images directly. But you can use Darktable. In conjunction with GIMP via a plugin, and I will probably talk about that at some point, but that's down the road. But I just mention it now because if someone is uh, desperate, um, you know, do a Google search for Darktable GIMP plugin, and you know, you should be able to get what you want. Basically, what happens is that GIMP uh, uses Darktable as an accessory program uh, to let you do some stuff. So if you want to edit raw images, you have to edit them in Darktable. Uh, and then once they're edited, you can bring them in as PNG images into GIMP. Okay, so back to our image. Um, we had the Darken only and the Darken only Luma Luminance. Um, and I said I couldn't see the difference. I loaded them both into GIMP and I used the Difference Layer Mode. And what I'm seeing is basically a black image, but with bits of blue. Uh, so the blue streaks that I'm seeing in there are where there is a difference. It's very, you can see, it's very subtle. There is something there. Oh. Multiply. This is another darkened, Um, and this is another commutative one, so the order of the layers does not matter. The value is computed for each channel, RGB, and the way it's computed is you take the value from the top image and the value from the bottom image, multiply them together, and then divide by 255. So, if take a look at our old red and blue layers and combine them, what would we get? The red will have FF for the red channel, the blue will have 00, zero or in base 10 numbers, 255 five, and 0. 0 times 255 five is 0, so the resulting value is 0. The green channel is 0 times 0, which is 0. And the blue channel is 0 times 255, five, which is 0. let take a different set of numbers. <clears throat> Suppose the value in one image is 150, and the other is 150 as well. Multiply those together, you get 22,500. Now divide by 255, and you get just over 88, which is a bit over half of the two original values, making it roughly twice as dark. So you can see the net effect is to darken. And again, I did a, uh, a sample example here Um, and you can very clearly see both the dog and the toy Uh, but overall it's a darker image there are still a few light spots particularly along the right hand side because that was white in uh, both of the uh, starting images now linear burn is another one. This is similar to multiply, but instead of multiplying, you're adding and subtracting, hence the linear. Um, This is not yet documented, but uh, according to Mike Davies, uh, and he's another one of the uh, experts that I frequently learn from, the formula involves adding the two values together and subtracting 255 from the result. Now, I assume that, you know, we, we looked at addition and uh, the addition mode in the lighten modes and said, you know, you can't get over 255. On this linear burn, uh, I believe the same thing applies. So if the result is a negative number, you just set it to zero. So two fairly small values would combine to zero and two fairly dark pixels would combine to be black. Using our red and blue squares as examples, the red channel would be 255 plus 0 and then minus 255, so the result is 0. The green channel would be 0 plus 0 minus 255, again 0. That's the lowest permitted value. And the blue channel would be 0 plus 255 minus 255 equals 0. So the resulting image would, again, be pure black. Now, looking at our two images, we see that this produces more pure black than any of the other darkened modes. And that makes sense when you look at the formula. Um, You're you're just going to multiply the number of pure black pixels in the image. Now. Because that That's because the formula is linear instead of geometric. Now, the other darkened mode is burn, which we covered in the previous tutorial. So I won't repeat it here, but um, a little tidbit I'll just mention again. Dodge and burn are originally darkroom techniques from film photography. When making a print from a film negative, you would shine light through the negative to expose the print film but you could use masking to alter the exposure. If you wanted something to be darker in the print, you would mask off everything except that area for part of the exposure, thus overexposing or darkening that section. This was called a burn, and that makes sense. Dodge is just the opposite. During the print exposure, you would block off a section to make it lighter. So what GIMP and other digital graphics programs do is they emulate this technique in software. So with that, this is Ahuka for Hacker Public Radio signing off and as always encouraging you to support free software. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org.